0: Hi everybody and welcome to the latest episode of the NSL's podcast and as you can see, the whole panel, were are at the bit they got on, oh, William, we're left to hold the fort,
1: what about that? <laughs> uh, I think it might have been different if we on Sunday mate, but we'll fire we'll, through.
0: We'll fire through, we'll fire through, we'll there's already comments coming in, Brown Warrior's in, two, Danny Mcgrain, Sean Ross, Hill Hillboy, Shay 67 Anthony, James, Peter, you're all welcome. I mean, there's only one place to start, really, in that game on uh, Sunday. We all went into it really confident. We had a big extravaganza on the Friday about the Scottish Cup or kind of players, heroes from memories gone past, hoping to create new new heroes going into this game. But just unfortunately, as we always do, William, a brief summary, it just didn't quite happen.
1: Uh, no, it didn't. I thought it was a decent game, to be honest with you. I watched, I, I watched back the hat. I couldn't watch it all back again. <laughs> Back like the bad memories, but I watched the highlights again today, and my mind was kind of changed a bit from when we first watched it round. So, um, decent game, uh, both sides had a go in the end, and, and unfortunately, we just came out on the wrong side. Yeah,
0: it's one of them ones like you look back on our show with a Friday, we were all confident, we're happy, and you kind of fast forward, and I think you're still struggling from the events that happened on Sunday with all you guys drinking.
1: It <laughs> would well, be right just, to say I, that. I, it's weird, it's a strange one because right before the game, I say to Ross and, and uh, Ross specifically and the boys, uh, I was like, it's so strange because a couple of weeks ago in the league game, I was like super, super confident, and I'm never like that, especially when it comes to derby games. Never, ever like that at all because you know it's, it's just a one off game and uh, form kind of goes out the window sometimes. And but that game I was super super confident. I don't know why. I was before this game I wasn't. I was. I sat down and I said to Ross, I said, I don't know why. I'm just. I just don't feel. Which is crazy because the one game in between we just went and battered uh, St. Johnson seven nothing. So you yeah. think that would make you even super, even more confident? I don't know if it was because it was a cup tie and it was. If it's a league, uh, we were still x x amount of points ahead, and if we lost, we still we were all right. And this was just a one off tie. I don't know if that made me nervous or so but I, I just i don't know there was something about it but um watching the game during the game i kept turning the guys and i'm like they've, they've been the far better side but when i watched it back yeah. I, i'm not so sure that was the case actually i thought we had plenty of, we had some some really, really really good chances and we just weren't clinical enough and uh unfortunately the rangers had a couple of chances and they were more clinical and that was the difference on the day unfortunately
0: well, 100%. I mean, then being more clinical and then brother Madden on the pitch, you know, yeah, kind I of stars mean, a line, but yeah, 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 we'll get on to that. I mean, <laughs> Feed the Bear comes in. hey here, boys, watching yourselves in the pool game. Two or three-nil, the pool, we bet. Good luck on that one, Feed the Bear. I mean, there's already a comment by six sixty seven 67 here about Bobby Madden. We are going to come on to him, so we'll we'll get there. But looking at the game, I, I, I 100% agree. I was watching with, with Granda, and I just had this feeling. You know, you get like a feeling and it's like, it's not going to go well, there's going to be a dull game and it was a bit of both, obviously it didn't go well, we got knocked out, dull game in terms of what we actually produced on the day the first half for me, like we'll start with that it was pretty even, back and forth but one thing I do want to touch upon I know we're talking going to talk about defence but attacking ways, it just didn't seem to, to be there I mean, Jada was doing his usual self, trying to get balls in the box but even the likes of Mieta busted his balls fair enough, again he gives you all his effort and press and he give Goldson and McLaughlin our keeper, a hard time but there was just nothing really apart from that, in my opinion.
1: I think it was. I think that Spigio's a massive miss. Then he's obviously battered the two centre halves in the last couple of games, and I thought he was a big miss. He, we didn't really have that vocal point. Uh, to be fair, although I do like Maeda, uh through the middle as well, he's 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 not as effect. He's not as effective on the game. I don't think as he is on the left. I thought Jota put in a good shift. I've seen a lot saying that he's he, he was poor and uh, a lot through social media saying he's not living up to the hype that he was doing at the start of the season. I thought he had a decent game. I thought he played some really, really dangerous balls in the box and, and worked hard. Uh, I thought Abadda played decent as well. It's just... just were not clinical enough. Like I say, these, some of these chances, I'm sure will go on to Hatati's especially. If he puts that away, I think it's a different oh. game. CCV's hit the bar for... You. Seven yards or so as well. I mean, if we put these chances away, the game's a, it's a totally different game. Uh just one of these days at the office where we're not clinical enough. Unfortunately, the week before we were we were super clinical, and, and and uh Sunday there it was the it was the opposite. Unfortunately,
0: yeah. I mean, the CZV, the quarter victor's chance was uh the whole commentators curse thing. After will be made we'll 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 uh. we'll 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 yeah. the rule that miss chance, and we were like to be fair and Hatate another great chance missed. I don't actually think he played. Amazingly well. He's kind of dipped in and out, but he did play okay. Colin McGregor gained a useful performance. Well, seen him at the end with the team in the huddle again they kind of G them up. But we'll start with I mean, we took the lead. So it was a, a great kind of play, free kick play by Greg Taylor, Gregory. And Gregory. even though he, he finished it, he finished it. I still don't think he played particularly well. I thought he was a bit shaky. He was a bit giving the ball away. He wasn't going to his man as much as he did in the other derby games. And then Starfield as well. And another factor I want to throw into that. They played, obviously, extra time against Braga. And it seemed like, to me, we were the third side.
1: Uh, I would agree with that. And I I wouldn't say I would agree with with Mattel and Starfield being poor. I I don't think there's anybody in the team I could say that we're we're really, really poor, to be honest with you. I thought thought the team played decent. It wasn't to the standards that we have been the last few weeks. But I wouldn't be singling... um, any name out in particular. Or anybody in the park, to be honest with you. I don't think there's anybody that I would be saying that...
0: Well, this is going to be a, a brief podcast. <laughs> 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 uh, uh,
1: when Gregory scored, oh, the place went nuts. So I just started screaming his name over and over and over again. Because you know how much a fan I am of his. And I, it's, yeah. it's more so because of the stick he gets. Uh, unwarranted stick, I think, he gets off his own fan base. So it was great to see him score. Um... <sighs> I don't even think we played that bad defensively either. To be honest with you, the two goals—it um, is second goal is a bit. Obviously, he scored. It's, it's, it's an own goal, isn't it? I'll start field in the end. I will, um, yeah. but it's a difficult cross to take, and I just. But I do agree with you. I think we looked in extra time like we were tiring and they were in the ascendancy, which it shouldn't have been the case. We had a week off, and they've they've just went through extra time yeah. three, four days previous. So, yeah, um, I, I they just they just wanted it more in the end. I think.
0: I think Kenny comes in here for a good point. I mean, our midfield was missing apart from Colin McGregor, who was having to do the work of three players. I actually agree with that, William. And watching the game, you've obviously watched it back again with fresh eyes and stuff. But in that heat of motion, I'm watching it and I'm not cursing every player who's making mistakes. But you know me, I'm very passionate and off the cuff. So I'm like, what, what the, what the fuck's going on? And then you, you look at Atate. Sometimes he doesn't track his man. You look at Rodzick. For me, I thought that he was
1: perfect. I'll give you that. He, see when I see when I said I can't say. Yeah. That. Now Rogic was that's one of the worst games I've seen him in a Celtic shirt that, that we were all screaming after half an hour, forty minutes to say that there needs to be a change and or, or O'Reilly needs to come on because it just just wasn't coming off for him. He wasn't beating his men. He was giving the ball away. He was sloppy. It's, uh, it's unfortunate. He just didn't have a great half. But I, yeah, I totally agree with that, Rogic. I'm, I'm not so much on a Hitati either. I thought he had a decent game. Um, I thought he did do well. <laughs> It's the only, the only, the only downfall I'd say with him is was, was his finish. He, he should bust the net with his chance that he's got. It's three one on one with the keeper pretty much. Um, I thought he played well. I thought he dug in. I thought he tackled. I thought he worked hard. I thought his passing was decent. Uh, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't so much have a go at Hatate, but Ayaroglu's uh, had a very poor game. I've to say that.
0: Yeah, he did. Like Joe Finley, your friend, isn't he? Yes, he is. Yeah, he came in there, but it's way up the list. He goes, How many beers that will he have? There was loads of players off the battle.
1: I had to watch it back.
0: <laughs> I think, as well, say 67 degrees. <laughs> thought Rosie wasn't at the jersey, and I love him. We all love him too, but okay. right. it's you have to point out when he was poor. I thought he was absolutely one of his worst performances this season. He, nothing was coming off. You could see he was trying his sweet tricks and flicks, but just nothing stuck to him like it always does. And like, another thing, as well, we talked about on Friday's show was the treble. And to be in this position, obviously from last season, people like us in particular to start were going, oh, this is gonna be a season of either transition, rebuild, we'll have to take what we're given, kind of thing, if we're in there with the league touch and distance. But we're in we were in the shape for a travel up until Sunday. Looking at it now, are you disappointed that that's not gonna happen?
1: There are, yeah, there definitely is disappointment there, but I I'm not one for I'm like my mindset's like what Calmack was at the end of the game, and I think he said he said since to the media. Whereas um, we can't let one one game or one loss dictate our season. We've been absolutely immense this year. So I would hate to think that because of this result, it's, it starts a deterioration or a mindset. And, and I've seen that, you know me, with social media. Like I, Sometimes I just need to turn it off. I hate it. And it was the same. Just I, I had to do that yesterday and Sunday because it's just all negativity, which I can't believe where we are now. From the end of our season, and I understand we're disappointed with the result. Um, many would say the performance was below par. I agree to an extent. I don't think we were totally outplayed. Even though when I was watching the game, I thought uh, the Rangers 2012 Old Firm FC, whatever they're calling themselves now, um, <laughs> um, I thought at the time they were they were the better side. When I've watched it back, I thought we've had we've had just. <laughs> I, I think the chances we've had are clearer chances. They've, they, they, I mean, they, they tested their keeper, but a lot of them for, were from outside of the box. Great strikes, no doubt, in the great strikes uh, from Roof and Lindström, and, and um, but nothing, not no clear cut chances like we had with Hatate and CCV in particular. So, like I say, on another day, uh, we win that. But I mean, Ange and the team have set the standards so high this season. Mm-hmm. I can understand why people are disappointed because it was below par when you look at that. look at it that way. Um I just think it was one of those days. Uh unfortunately we've came out on the losing side. But if you offered me a double at the start of the season, I'd have snapped your hand off. If you offered me a double last week, I wouldn't have been uh I thought we were we were clear favourites, especially after they went deep into extra time uh, midweek as well. So I can see, I can understand people's disappointment, but I'm in the same mindset as CalMAC, where it's we can't let this one result uh, ruin the, all the hard work that we've, we've we've done throughout the whole season. It's been an immense season, and uh, if what it looks like we're going to we're going to wrap up the league as well. We all say that's the most important thing. European football next year, another transfer window under a belt. The, the future looks bright with Ange, and uh, I'm, still all aboard, I'm still on board. I'm still on board. The uh, the confident I'm strain, I'm not I'm not uh, dragging the team down.
0: A hundred percent, no chance in Ian McIntosh. I'm a bit busy in cup final day anyhow. I think we all are and I but I mean <laughs> you, you look at it, I think as well, you are touching the, the disappointment, but again you counteracted that with ads positivity and the team set the box So you can actually, you can see why people are upset obviously there's a, some stupid off-the-cuff remarks like on Twitter or whatever it may be. You're like going, just calm the bap here, calm the bap. But you did bring up Jada. Now, this is quite interesting. He sparked a lot of debate recently after this game, especially on the sphere. The, the sphere, Willie, did you hate? But yeah. it seems like to me that a lot of fans have the perception that his head's gone. He, he doesn't look like he's playing for the jersey. And obviously them rumours about Benfica offering him three times his weight to keep him as his boyhood club with them. Um He's only scored one goal in seventeen appearances. Got that off the the Premier Sports. By the way, I never found that out myself, but you know what I mean. Still, stat man. Stat man. But what do you think that stands? I mean, is if you're going permanent now with Jada, six and a half million. Do you think it maybe cut our losses or keep him going? Keep keep him at the club.
1: I would still keep him. I'm not of the fact. Uh, I'm 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 not with the, the fan base that's that say that he's off the boil and all the rest of it. Yes, he's, he's not, his form's dipped a bit. I don't think he's been as effective as he has been, but I thought he was I thought he was excellent on Sunday. I thought he, he created some really good chances. I know he's, for me, he needs to work on his shooting a bit because the amount of times he's been cutting in and ballooning oh. it he the rose edge. But, I mean, another great chance for us was that ball he pulled across the six-yard box. And... Uh, McLaughlin's got a hand to it, but there's nobody there. I think Big Geo's playing, he's he's playing that poacher's role and he's, he's yep. right in there. I thought it was another great ball. And if, if, again, you talked about the stats there, that's a superb ball. If we've got a striker on the end of that and he puts it in the back of the net, nobody's talking about Jota's performance and how he's dipped. Everybody's talking about his assist. So, um, fickle as fans sometimes, I think, uh, I would most definitely be, especially if we win the league and we've got this... Um, this big pot of cash at the end of the rainbow, uh, I think the first two things that Andrew would be looking to do, and I, I, me as a fan, I would want to see is, is CCV and Jota on the door first of all, and then uh, uh, work, on, work on more signings for there. So for me, I think he's an excellent player, and an excellent prospect. And if we get the chance to sign him for six million or six and a half, I think it's an absolute snip in this market. Uh, I think it's a no-brainer. You've got to do it. And but f- I understand for me, it's why people saying he's a yeah. bit off the boil. I, I do understand it because he's not. But I think it's a victim of his own downfall because he was uh, the first half of the season or the first third of the season or so. That game, played Dundee and him and Kyogo, are, we scored two or three goals and the two of them, they're interchanging playing and, and he was just ghosting by players. So I can understand why people say he's went off the boil, but I still think when you see him on social media and... Uh, He's still in and about fans, and you see his partner on the Celtic Instagram pages and all that. I think he's he has grown an affinity for the club. And you don't, you're not, he's not a bad player, <laughs> even though his form might have dipped for the start of the season. I still don't think that makes him a, a terrible player. He's still a good, decent player when he's form's dipped. So, uh, you've got to sign him.
0: I mean, we must have splinters, we're on this fans so high right now, aren't we? We're not giving a definite answer. Like, Geo <laughs> G- G- Patrick comes in. William, no way, Jala play well. You must have his name in the back of your top lol. I think it's what people are probably getting at. William is the price tag, obviously, right? You're saying a six and a half million. For me, I think people are right when they're expecting more. I think Jala's been off the boil. Yes, he shows it in flashes. He's got a couple of great assists for the, the the whip ball in for Mieta against the Johnson was a cracker. His header, he can pull off brilliant, spectacular skills. Leave people for dead. I think you're right. His shooting needs polished up. It's shocking sometimes. I was half expecting a ball looking from my own window, but. Do you not think, looking at it now, right, people, I've seen a few polls on Twitter, one I just actually photo on before it came on, but I think it was come on the hoop Celtic, was would you rather have Jader or Carter Vickers? I pick Carter Vickers, and I think a lot of people are starting to go that way.
1: Yeah, I agree, and I think that's because of the options we've got in each area, for me. Um, CCV's been colossal this year, we talk about him being one of our players this season, so I totally, I can totally understand that viewpoint, I totally agree Uh CCV is by far and away our best centre half, That's it's not Easy. even close with anybody else. Whereas, um, Jota's we've got a lot of decent players in the position. I know Ross spoke about it in another podcast, uh, saying how I think my aid is a stick on for that left wing, and I totally agree. Um, but I just feel like people are jumping on Jota's back a bit. I think he's, I, I don't think he's, he's turned into a horrendous player overnight. I think he's done decent. I don't think he's, he's he's shooting for the stars like he was at the start of the season. But I th- still think he's doing a job and I, and I think he's a, he's one of these players that can uh, change a, ga- a game with one moment of brilliance. And like I said, uh, if you're pushing me for a choice between two, CCV all day long. Yeah. But, but with the money and the pot we've got and in this market, in this day and age, Six and six six and a half million for a player of Jota's quality is an absolute steal. And yep. uh go and get both. <laughs> get <laughs> both, be gritty, be gritty.
0: Get the lid off that biscuit. And, and do you know what I'm actually loving as well? There's so much positivity in the comments, regardless of the result there in, in the weekend. Good. But it's great, it's great to see the interaction as well. Joe Finley comes in. Another great comment here, and I want to get your opinion on this. Made is never a Celtic, well, a centre forward. I thought that said Celtic for some reason, but he's never a centre forward. I tend to agree, right? I'm, I'll give my reason. I think yes, he has great movement and pace, but on that left hand side, he's dynamite. He gives no one a chance. He presses the whole like the, the whole back forward does from that one possession. When I watched them against Rangers in, in the weekend, yes, he got great possessions, but he doesn't have that same intelligence, movement as either a Kyogo or the strength of a, a, a Yakamagas. Where do you think he's best suited then?
1: Definitely on the left wing. It's funny because when he first joined us. Um, his, his first few games, if I remember correctly, he was up. He was put up front, excuse me, and then kind of shifted out to the left. And I was, I was always of the thought, the same as Kyogo, that he's better as a centre forward. And Kyogo, when he got put out on the left, I was like, you're, you're missing a trick because he's pressing and his determination and how he's in your face. But um, I've totally flipped that opinion. He's most definitely been more effective for us on the left wing. Uh, I think the problem with him is he's not, his finishing hasn't been the best. I think he's been in certain situations and he's not put the ball in the back of the net. Most of his, most of his goals have been that he's in the right place at the right time. Um, but we've been saying for weeks and weeks now, he's he's just as effective going back the way, defending as he is going forward. And I think you lose a bit of that when he's up front. Uh, yeah. I was surprised we didn't start with Kyogo on Sunday. I was really, really surprised. Uh, 70, 50, 60, 70 percent fit. Kyogo won us a, a league cup final, so exactly. it was it was surprising for me that he went. He didn't go there, but and saying that, I wasn't too disappointed to see my head up front. I think he leads the line. He can lead the line, and he, he, he we've always seen that he, he, he's pressing. Um, he can he can try and get the team forward, but it just I for me, he's a, he's much much far better than the left wing.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. And in terms of the Kyogo thing, I was surprised at that as well. I really thought he would start, even 60 minutes, given us uh, all. Do you think maybe I that, looking so back in hindsight, was... that's probably an Alan Cogley type, not mistake, but he regret?
1: I don't know because I don't know the extent of the injury and I don't know how uh, how fit he is. But for me, if you're fit enough to be on be, be the bench, you're fit enough to start. Yeah. I don't understand this. I, I never, ever understand this if your best player's coming back and he's fit enough for the last half hour or 40 minutes or so. Why not give him the first half, see what he can do, let him do the damage, and then then look to change it then. Um, if you do the opposite, then sometimes it's too late. Uh, I, I, I personally would have liked to have seen him start, but... Um, my, my view is if you're fit enough to be in the bench, then you should be fit enough to start. If, if it means you're only giving up 40, 45 minutes or a half, then fair enough. But uh, I don't see why you
0: shouldn't be starting. 100%. I think as well, what Kyogo gives you is that kind of fear presence because people know what they expect of them, them. Two fantastic goals in the, the League Cup final where he just destroyed the, the other team. And it's it's what you need in that type of game. It was what we were missing at cutting edge. And one player we definitely did miss was Yakamagos. Mm-hmm. The, the guy does proved how much of a, an absolute monster and the goal scoring form he was on. We missed that presence up front. Yes, Maeda gives you the press, but he would have hassled them, Goldson and Bassi all day long. In the extra time, Meada could have worked off the death again. For me, Yakimagos was a massive, massive miss.
1: Yeah, he's like I said earlier on. He's that vocal point as well. Um, I, like Mieta. Yes, Michael. That's what I like to see. Um. Maeda, I he can do the press, but I think we need somebody when when Maeda wins the ball in the press, there's nobody there's no forward pass for him or somewhere to drive for him. Yeah. Uh, Big Gio I I think that I think the, the, the Rangers fans team coaching staff would have been rubbing their hands when they seen that Gio was out and Kyogo wasn't starting. Uh, as much as a bad has been absolutely superb this year and I don't think he particularly had a bad game he didn't, he didn't do great I don't think he'd had a terrible game either um, they would have been rubbing their hands to see that he was starting uh, Gio's been nothing short of their best player the last few months scoring goals for fun and like I say I think we. I thought we did have um, some dangerous moments and balls in the box and I think if we have a penalty box striker in there he puts one of them away so massive miss for us definitely See
0: as well, like on on the GZ. thing, do you think it might be worth well, sign another striker like him? Because I think once you, you took him out of the team, right, and obviously at the start of the season, we're all on his back because he missed that pound against Evanston. He's come back, proved us all wrong, scored goals for fun, took defenders to the cleaners, wee back heels and all finishes, one-touch finish. When you took him out, as you said, there was balls being whipped into the box, right? They weren't being took advantage of. Maita doesn't quite get there, obviously, because he, he's not small in stature, but he doesn't quite get there and make the runs. Abada and Jada weren't in the same way of life. You think it might be worth Celtic's way to get another bustling striker in, like a a man who can hold the ball up, bring people in, bring other people into play.
1: I'm not so sure because the first half of the season without him, we weren't playing that way. And Kyogo was still banging goals in for fun. So I think we, we also got We also got beat in the first did, derby game. We did. We did. We did. Um, I've always said for the start, even when he missed that penalty against Livingston, I said this guy is going to score goals in this team because of the way we play. Like I say, a Gary Hooper or somebody like that, penalty box striker, with the way we play, with we're, we're um, interchanging and getting the ball wide and getting into the box. People, players like him are going to score goals. So for me, I'd more love, love somebody else to come in that's like him also for another option. But I'm not so sure the manager would see it that way. Um, mm. Kyogo is, I don't think he's, Kyogo a centre-forward for and I don't think yeah. he likes playing on wide and, and I totally agree with him. Uh, and he's just a different option it will be interesting to see once they're both fit who uh, we've talked about playing the fixture in the team rather than just your, who your first 11 is and I know that like Gio is going to go up against teams that are far more suited to him than, than Kyogo is and vice mm-hmm. versa but I don't know if he if he's looking at it that way because like I say the first half of the season Kyogo was fine and uh He's not the same type of player, so I don't think it's a necessity. But uh, I can see what you're saying now. Like, for me, I, I, somebody that will stand in that box, hustle and bustle, centre-halves, uh, strength, power, good in the air. Like you say, one-touch finishing, they'll score goals in this team. Uh, oh, what? Where you're from? So, yeah, if there's another option for somebody else like that, then I don't see why not.
0: Yeah, and Kevin comes in here. I think this is a great point. We have going to cover me on the left. We need another GG for centre for cover. And I fear for Forrest going forward as it's Jada and the bat on the right. Obviously, if Jada stays per- pending the permanent uh, deal. One thing I want to touch upon, there's so, so many great uh, comments coming in here as well. the Magrana comes in. I would love Forrest to have played early in the game, right? I can't like, disagree, right? I'm off the mindset. Yesterday again, kind of cemented my kind of thought that Forrest is on the decline. I think it's fair enough to say. The pace of the game, he didn't match it. Even an extra time, he didn't match it. And I'm not saying he won't feature going forward, but what I'm saying is his kind of productivity or his kind of levels he's going to reach is going to be at a minimum. And therefore, I don't think he'll be like a Celtic regular, if you get me. Yes, he can come off the bench and get involved, but for me, he's not good enough to start a game. Not good, not good enough. But you know what I mean in terms of his levels of performance know, at the moment. I know minute. what you're
1: saying, and I know with the people we've got in these positions now, I totally understand, and I and I agree. He's 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 down the pecking order. He totally is. I just feel like he still has a lot to offer. He's shown it a few times. Just he's he's barely featured due to injury. When he has, he scored in the cup to to get to put us through, didn't he? And put us through the league cup final. You know, come on and score, yeah. Ready? <laughs>
0: I think he did, yeah. But you get what I mean, Livvy, And
1: then Livvy, get... I know, But this is—I'm just trying to counteract that by saying I I understand what you mean. Uh, for me, he's third choice. Second third choice right winger at the moment. Um, it uh, was it Kenny's comment about the, the cover. Uh, for me, yeah. like I said. Um, and Kyogo's not a winger in Angie's eyes and eyes also. So for me, it's GG Kyogo up top. And I know Kyogo can fill in these positions, which is great for us to have. But it'll be Maeda, Jota on the left, and Abada, and then potentially Forrest. And I know Jota will go right, and Abada yeah. will be right and all the rest of it as well. Um Forrest has had injuries this season. When he has came in, I think he's done a like uh Le-Ve came in and brilliant. Everybody's talking about how he's he's back and he's the next best thing again, and then he's he's known this, he's known the team again. I totally mm-hmm. hear what you're saying, Stephen, I do agree. He's he's, he's not he's not gonna get anywhere near the first team squad on current. Form, um, yeah. I think he's definitely good enough to come back and play a massive part. I don't think I don't think that it, he's on a decline that much. That it, it's a, a get rid of a sell job. I still think as a squad player, and with his um, experience, uh, he's, he's and and his love for Celtic. He's been here like CalMac yeah. since he was a boy. I wouldn't be getting rid of him, but I hear what you're saying. He's not going to get anywhere near the first eleven for. Uh, 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 if everybody's fit, he's he's second or third choice for me. But we, I mean, this is what we talked about with young Dembele as well. Dembele's even further down the pecking line for me. Apparently, uh, he, uh, he
0: had a he had game today on the the younger team they? for against Raiders. funny enough. Aye. So
1: yeah. Well, well, I just think it's. But I think this is a, like, obviously it's a good thing for us. The squads that deep now, and we've got great options in different positions that. The likes of Forrest, i hardly getting a look in, but I, he's not finished for me yet. I just, uh, I just, mm. I, I don't see it. You seen him? Kyogo had that chance where he's hit it, and Forrest is trying to get him an overlap, and Forrest is cursing him after it when Kyogo's taking the shot, and he, he's cursing him. He wanted to be involved. He wanted to get yeah. in, in play. So uh, he, Forrest isn't finished for me yet, but I can understand why people say that. Um, yeah. But for me, he's not. He's he's got to stay in about the squad. Yeah.
0: Kevin comes in here again to back up his point. Forrest would be like beton going forward as a utility. I, I agree with that. I think that's
1: yeah, I, that's fair enough. Yeah.
0: Eh? I think that's kind of where he's sitting. And obviously, it's no dis- disrespect. I mean, that their clip doing the rounds of him being absolutely roasted in a sprint race after, the, I think it was Calvin Bassi, played like. Was well, 220 minutes of football and he's just roasting James Forrest for pace. You know, what I mean, I think them types of things, the types of days where Forrest can go by players for me is kind of minimal now. And that's does. it's not sad to say it's going to happen eventually. He's getting older, he's a winger, mm-hmm. his input's going to go down. But I agree with you, William 100 percent his experience is so vital to the club. No, no way am I saying get him out the door. <laughs> Hell no, the guy's won everything. The Celtic, he's won quadruple travels, he needs to be in that. Do you know what I mean? He needs to be there. And I think for everyone who is watching the magnetic game? Just a quick side note. I think they're falling apart here. Liverpool smash them at the minute. I don't know if you know the score, but people are no, coming. I don't,
1: but I could, I could and, see that coming a melody.
0: <laughs> back to warfare. And see as well, another one Kevin brings up, which I think is great to see. Can you see Edugucci becoming more important as a hard tack in the dynamo? Him, Cal McMilly. I, I, I tend to agree with that. I want to see more of him. Do you think
1: definitely I really, um I've heard so many good things about him. Um saying that you talk about him coming in and that does that mean the end of beat on as well so there's lots of lots of narratives that could happen at the end of this season definitely in games like this as well but again uh the midfield three that have been excellent like nobody would have dropped Rogic for the start of that game on Sunday I don't care what you say he's been absolutely electric the last three or four months and, and he's got to play Granted, after half an hour, we're all one of them off because, of, <laughs> but again, I think that's because Rangers done a good job on him. They've obviously seen he's a threat and they've put two or three men on him, uh, but usually he dances around two or three men with ease and it just it just wasn't happening. Um, Aureli for me is going to be an absolute beast. I think he's different, different class. Uh, I'd love to see more of him going forward. Um, the the, the Gucci thing is is. It's a strange one because he is. He's obviously fully fit again, and uh, I'd like to see more of him. I think the way we play, it would be nice to have that bit of safety and that anchor role. But we all talk about how much Calmax we're yeah, quarterback and playing in that role, and he's the one that drives the team on. But we also talk about how Calmax's best positions are number eight. Uh, <laughs> so he can't win. <laughs> um, but I think the way we play, it would be nice to have. A number six that is a number six that's uh, that does sit there and mop up in his games just to kick people, win the ball, and play it to the likes of yeah. Kyle and, and and O'Reilly's and Rogic's. So uh, hopefully we get to see a bit more of um, the tail end of this season, if not a lot in pre-season. And uh, Listen, it's, it's so good to talk about all the options we've got or we're going to have. Yeah. We want to see more. Um, I think um, I, I but, think
0: Pastor Cogney's said about him as well. He's one of the best trainers at the club. Yeah, so, aye. do you know what I mean? I just, there but there the, must the, be
1: the something this, this is what we're, we're all... It seems like everybody's kind of... I'm not, I'm not having a go at that, but I'm jumping on. But it's been one bad result. If this was last week, nobody's saying we'll change that midfield three. And because we've just yeah. been beating the result... And we weren't hammered. Um, I thought it was a pretty even game. And now it's like, no, he can't play. He's no playing. I don't want him. He's, I'm just like... Chill a bit, man. We're all right. It's been one result. We'll go and I smash Sunday next week and everybody was say we're <laughs> the best
0: team in the land again. I think as well. Michael McDonald actually came in and said "Sell yourself the best team in the country. I totally agree. Yeah. And looking at, the, looking at the comments, I mean, all the guys are getting involved in good debate and it's great to see Martin in. Do you think Julian will play on Sunday if Carter Vickers is injured? Obviously, he's referring to the fact that Carter Vickers had one leg at the end of that game. He could barely move. And again, for me, another contentious issue was Welsh come on. And all the bait he was playing right back, he was absolutely honking. Couldn't pass the ball five yards in front of him. People are saying he shouldn't get another game in a Celtic shirt. Obviously, off the cuff remarks, and know. But do you think it's time Julian maybe got the chance if Figures was out?
1: I would love to see Julian. I'm a big Julian fan. I thought he was superb for us in his first season. Um, I'm surprised he's not um, figured in the team since he's came back. He's injured. We talked about it before. I think his first game back on the bench was like Salahua or something. Yeah. with played Wraith in the Cup, all these teams. And I understand you need to get a bit of continuity, especially with CCV and Starfield. They were building a good partnership. You'd no want to stop okay. But the odd game here and there, I'd love to have seen Julian come in. Uh, I think he's a great talent. Like I say, his first season, he was superb. and um, But it doesn't seem like Ange fancies him. Uh, Welsh is getting in ahead of him as well. It's just, it's a strange one because I think he would suit He's, he, he was very comfortable with the ball at his feet passing it out for the back Very nowhere near as good as Van Dijk but very Van Dijk-esque the way he plays he's just tall, mm. tall, strong man like I say comfortable with the ball at his feet and him. I think he's a perfect fit for Angie's, um, Angie's philosophy uh, and I'm surprised we've not seen him yet which makes me wonder if uh, he is going to feature at any point for us because I'm not sure but I think he's got like, another year left in his contract and then that's him yeah so I wouldn't be surprised to see him out the door. I don't want it. I think he could I think he could be excellent for us again. And uh, uh he could definitely challenge Starfeld for that other starting centre half position, in my opinion, if he gets back to his best. So uh, I'm surprised we've not seen him at all this season. I'd love to see him get a chance, like Ida Gucci, these players in the next run again. Hopefully we hopefully we're at the league up with a couple of games to go and we can maybe see two or three of these guys yeah. get a run out again.
0: I think Ian McIntosh comes in here, I think the club wants to out the door, big earner and made of glass. I mean, I think, what I think what I think in, in terms of that, see the transfer for you're not recouping that seven million for a twenty nine year old, not a chance. you we got about two point yeah. five three million back to France or something, but That's I not, think uh, I, I think like you're thinking, Julian for us was an absolute he was a great defender. Yes, he got bullied sometimes by Lyndon Dykes, the guy who always gets brought up and Julian's mentioned and but he scored some final goals in the League Cup against Rangers, he scored yeah. against Lazio. In Europe, league games. T- do you know what I mean? Tough venues to visit. He, he's been there, he's done it, and it's just unfortunate he, he whacked his knee off the post, and just he was out for nearly two years because that horrible injury he had. And looking at it now, you do you do think like William, the pasta coding maybe he does want him away. Maybe he's not quick enough. We've seen him when he pl- came on that game; he was really slow, lethargic. But again, ring rust and all that. Do you know what I mean? That adds up to match fitness. If you're doing that, then does that point to maybe that we're signing Fickers on a permanent?
1: I would say so. I think you've got to do it either way. Uh, Yeah, well, yeah. uh, Yeah, yeah. no, I see. I hear what you're saying. Like I said, it does look like Andrew doesn't fancy him. Um, For whatever reason, we're not getting to see what he's doing in training day in, day out. So uh, I'm not going to think of Andrew's judgment, but like I say, for me, his profile, he he fits Andrew's philosophy perfectly. Uh, So it's a strange one. It does seem that that sadly that's the case. But uh, yeah, CCV's got to be our number one um, option this year in the summer transfer market. They've got to get it done. That's like there's no there's no bones about it. Give him what he wants. If he want if he wants to triple his wage or whatever, just give him it. He's, <laughs> he's essential to this team this year, and uh, he's he's still a young boy, and he's got he's got absolutely everything the, the attributes to play that position. Um, with this philosophy, he's he's got a lot, so he needs to be the number one target.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's a whole lot of debate tonight coming in about uh brother Madden, and it kind of brings me on to the the know. kind of side issue here. And Danny Boy comes in, our field hugging Madden, Madden said it That'd all for Mad me. Man. But all oh, right, okay, is that what that is, Madden? Huh? I just thought it was right. a misspelling there, but fair enough. <laughs> but I mean, look looking at the game, right? Let's not let's not make excuses, right? We weren't we didn't play well. We didn't. But we're not at the game, we're not at the races. A couple of nice chances, yes, we should have finished them. Carter Vickers at the bar took that chance, that made it might a bit different. But Lundstrom played UFC for whatever, however many minutes he was on that pitch for. Every I, I've seen, seen Celtic players getting clattered. Colin McGregor was spun up in the air, albeit it was a clean tackle, but it was rough and tumble. Yes, we like the Derby games to be that, but you need the rep, the, like the punishment to go with it, the yellow cards, the wardens. Madden posting the picture of in his Instagram ha- was Happy Sunday to one and all or something like that. And Chris Boyd come underneath it. Chris Sutton gets involved and John Harson gets involved. And are, where do you where do you set this? Because I know John. John will be chomping at the bit to, to get his yeah, side of the story yeah, in, but yeah, be, he, he'll he'll uh, back back, back down to the podcast yeah. today. <laughs> <Yeah, he'll be laughs> what do you him think him about this?
1: Him. I thought he had a really, really poor game. And I'm not one for bashing referees. I think it's a difficult job. Um, but he was poor, poor, poor. We were sitting screaming at some of the decisions. Was ridiculous. I mean, Lundstrom shouldn't have been on the park. He should have been. He should have been off. Um, yeah. And then posting, <laughs> posting stuff on Instagram after it. <laughs> Happy Easter. Uh, it's not a good look, is it? I don't understand. Like, there, there needs to be some sort of. Uh. Sanction or something for that because it's 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 bonkers. But again, I it's just a recurring team this year, unfortunately, and it's not just not just for us, but many teams in the in the Premier League that the, the refereeing uh, performance is well below par. I mean, you had the the one was it Motherwell where the fan pretty much belted the player and he kind of pushed back and he got yeah oh yeah off for it or something. I mean, yeah. the standard of the just it's been it's been poor all round. And there's obviously some news a day which we'll touch on later on, which yeah. might help them. Uh but uh, yeah, shocking, shocking performance by Bobby Mann.
0: Uh, for me, it was like Joe Finley comes in. the forties. like every job should be appraised of performers. Bobby Mann was a disgrace, the professional referee, and he did not manage the flow of the game, howling decisions. I totally agree. I mean, there was obviously some in both sides, but majority it was on the Rangers team, Lundstrom. I don't know w- what kind of sport he was playing. McGranley have commented earlier. He's his arm wrestling allowed in football. That's what it was like. It was it was madness of points and a rebo for me should have been sent off. Calvin Bassey was walking the tightrope. There were so many players that made awful tackles or professional fouls, as the commentators like to call them. But if you accumulate that over a space of time, five, six, seven, whatever it may be, surely, surely, that has to be punished and not smiled at and. Well, get up and okay. get on with it.
1: And- uh, that's what I was just about to say. Um, it's uh, I can understand like the, flow, like the flow of the game and like he's been on a book, and that's one we'll, we'll let that slide. But um, when it's four, three, four, five, six fouls, There needs to be something coming along, but I don't know. I don't know if it's the fear of the match, the fear of the derby. Um. Letting things go a bit more than they should, but it was it was a shocking and I like you know me on this pod when it comes to referees I let John in that, uh, slate them I'm not one for bashing them, but that was it was it was a shocking performance. But saying that that's not the reason we lost the game. No, um, no, no. See when you see I, I see all over social media and that it's it's mad and I don't I don't believe we lost the game because of his performance. Yes. I suppose in a way it, it, it does affect the result, but I, I just we, we just want at the races and, and unfortunately yeah they, <laughs> they their two shots are two conical. They were a bit more conical than us in that uh, that end of the pitch. But yeah, shocking performance from Adam.
0: Yeah, I think as well like the frustration work many attacks that he break up for Celtic and then that missed the fan free kick. Did, nah, have you seen the it, clips it, of that? It,
1: sounded, it, it felt like a rugby match at one point because it was that stop. It,
0: it was, it was absolutely crazy. And then, what's this here? I think this is what I'm alluding to. Lanky67, welcome to the show again. You. Greet your Watson. We got a free kick. Turnbull took it. Pinged it to the left. We were on the attack and had a few players up. Madden blew the whistle and gave the free aye, kick to them. Yes, aye, that's aye. exactly aye. what I'm talking about. Thanks for actually saying that. What In what word does that happen?
1: I don't know. We were all ripping pillows up in my house and ready to punch <laughs> each other at that point. Um, you didn't rub the arms pillow, did he? No, no, no. That's still cuddling me at nights, so it's okay. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know what more to say on his performance, honestly. It was just 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 poor, poor performance. Uh and it's like it's the the whole the whole Instagram thing after that's what's got me. Um <laughs> if you have a performance like that, you should be hiding your, your head in shame. Never mind. Yeah. Posting up things like that, especially when you've you know in the past you've got uh, Connections previous eyes where we're previous with that club and uh, it's just not a good look. Especially when I like see Chris Boyder coming in it as well, it's just yeah, uh, uh, it's not not a good look. Is it?
0: No, I think to sum it up as well. I think KGM here is on your side. You wouldn't really want to win the game in the manner of the ref in your side. It's a bit disingenuous, but we should have played the ref out of that game. I totally yeah. agree. Totally agree. Brian Kelly comes in. Oh. Oh, hold on! Arriba <laughs> w- was lucky that the, his follow through in the didn't get pulled up and gave him a second yellow. I agree yeah. with that as well. There were some absolute howlers of of decisions, and we'll move on to the, the top that came out today, and it kind of brings us on perfectly to it. It's his VAR. William has been. It, it's going to be implemented. Is it halfway through next season? Aye,
1: right after the World Cup. So, is, so it's, it's so right, strange. I, it's so aye, so we're not having it before. Yeah, the, it's like it's right after the World Cup, after the twenty second of December. So madness man i mean if you like i understand the vote's been made and that's the decision which is fine fair enough and the boys talked about it a few pods ago i'm i'm of the same sort of ilk whereas uh, i don't like it in the game i think what like what what we just talked about where it turned into like a rugby match and it's two stops starting it interrupts the flow of the game and there's certain parts of the game where it's like scoring a goal and feeling that elation and then all of a sudden it's it's not it's just chopped off after five minutes. It's it's For me, it's just... And I understand uh, the pros and cons. There's obviously definitely pros for it. Um, but that's the decision, which is fair enough. Um, surely referees can't get away with certain decisions that we're talking about, like we are with is involved. Uh, it's coming in. But for me, if it's coming in, you get it in for the start of the season. You can't ever do that halfway through yeah. the season.
0: That's so madness. strange. That decision again, it's just again points to the absolute chaos as Scottish football is at the highest level. And I think 100%. Martin Kay comes in. I think Martin Kay comes in here perfectly. I'm worried about the guys who will be operating the VAR. And John Horson, William actually touched upon that in his interview about it. He says they kind of get English retired referees up or whoever it may be to kind of be impartial. I totally agree. And people will obviously say that I sound paranoid or conspiracies, but it's true. Like the referees, regardless of what teams involved have proved this year, you, you said it perfectly in the last kind of segment, that they're inept of giving the, the right decision and when it's presented to them, like Bobby Manton, they call back free kicks and give it to the other team. So, surely there has to be either a clear out at the top level in terms of refereeing or implement it at the start of the season, get the training and progress, get them all trained up on it and ready to go. It's so strange.
1: Yeah, well, even see the thing with VAR is there's still human error there. There's still somebody making a yeah. decision and a judgement but for me, I just to go back to this, this, this starting the second half of the season, nonsense. I, I just can't wrap my head around that, that, that there's, there's points to be won in this league season, and a decision that gets made the first half of the season <laughs> in the second half of the season is going to be made in a totally different way, and that's yeah. collating points in a league season. Uh, it's obviously no fair. <laughs> it's, it's, it's absolute madness, but you're bang on. It's just Scottish football and the powers that be are just fucking useless. And the fact that we're not going to get it in before the start of the season, if that's the case, then it doesn't start this next season. It starts the season after. It's absolute madness that they are bring it in halfway through our season. Yeah, it's
0: it's craziness. And like comes in here kind of to finish off what we were speaking about. The extra day didn't do Celtic any good. I actually totally agree with that. Momentum was with the Rangers all, all through that game. But in terms of the VAR decision... Like, as you said, points are to be won. So what if something happens in the first part of the season, then the VAR comes in, people are going, what if this happened then, blah, blah, blah. And then if you have a person like Neil Doncaster, who sells Scottish football for a 5p and a Freddo to Sky Sports, and it doesn't get shown, there's games which are live and they, they black it out, and we have to pay for the game pay-per-view for our own club website. It's an absolutely sh- like shocking decision. Mm-hmm. And I think you're 100% right. The VAR, for me, should not be implemented, regardless of how much moaning we do about officials. I like more the beneficials, especially when it's warranted. And it's I think you're taking
1: the, the magic and exactly. the, the history of the football. That's what football's all about. But I like you say yeah. the first half. Say for example, say for example, and I'm, I'll flip it round. It's first half of the season. We've scored the goal. It's offside by a foot or so. And then, second half of the season, for example, save the Rangers, whatever they're called. They score a goal. It's exact same. It's a foot offside. VR chops it off. How is that fair?
0: Yeah, it's shocking. I um, think as well. Joe comes in. Guys, be clear. It is not consulted for ninety-five percent of what Madden decided. And this is not me basing off what will happen that game. It's not. It's a. It's a whole process with Scottish football. The referees are absolutely shambolic. Right. You, you look at it, the VAR is meant to improve referees, but if you look at what's happened down in England or uh, Bundesliga, well they have it probably more perfected, but we'll start with the EPL, it takes them like three three minutes to make a decision, mm-hmm. they're looking at lines about this this fin and it just makes it more like robotic and you cannot you you can almost see in the future when these VAR decisions are being made, like adverts will come on like NFL or American uh, football that's, that's not what you want uh,
1: no, That's true mate, that's true, I hear you I don't. for me. It's not like I've never been a fan of it. But it's here now, and it's, uh, it's the way things are going forward, and that's that's how it's going to be. And if uh, talk about how um, paranoia is in, and 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 all the rest of it, and there's certain decisions, certain ways. Well, this should this should sort that sort of side of things out. We'll see. We'll see.
0: Yeah, we'll see, we'll see. And we'll just briefly touch upon the game coming up. Obviously, we'll touch about it in more depth on Friday's show. It's Ross County, which is on the Sunday at half two at Dingwall, a game that proved vital before. Ralston got that last-minute winner. We know their game's been moved back to the Saturday when they're playing Motherwell to help them yeah. in their European exploits. But for us focusing on us, Dingwall, tough. We need to get our heads over this and get wrapped up in the league pretty quickly, don't we?
1: Definitely. It's not the best game to go into after a defeat, uh, Ross County have been really very, very good this season. Um, I don't see us going too dissimilar from the team from Sunday. I think he'll will keep it uh the same. Like I say, it's not one bad result doesn't uh, just a fire season. I think we'll go on again and uh hopefully we turn Ange Ball back on because it was sadly lacking on Sunday and uh mm. get a result, and keep going and, and win the league, which is listen, see if we win the league and. Four weeks' time, everybody will looking back and I'll they've forgotten about it. Oh, why?
0: Um, I, I think as math. I think, like as you said, if someone offered you a double, you'd take it. This start the sort of season, well, the way we were, I'm we were perfect. absolutely shamb. The whole transition, and know it annoyed me, and we got pre- quite quite a few heated debates in the group chats and podcasts. I hated that word, but when you look back on it now, you look where we are. You would take the league and the league cup, easy, hundred percent. It's a great season. Travels, yeah. it, it actually just shows you how much travels are actually difficult to do. Do you know what I mean? It's like a rare thing. We made it look easy for four years, but when you get back to reality again, it is tough. And looking upon it now, in hindsight, Posta Coglu, building this team for years to come, it's it's pretty confident, as you said. The options are plentiful, aren't
1: they? Yeah, definitely. What he's done in two windows is nothing short of a miracle. uh, Totally rebuilding the squad and getting the team playing the way we're playing. If he's done that and eight months or however long it's been here, can imagine what he's going to do in two or three years' time? Um, it's an absolute astounding first season if, if if we go and wrap up the league, which we're, we're, we're expected to do. Um, yeah. It's it's nothing short of miraculous what he's done in his time here. Uh, I, I agree with our favourites on Sunday and the way we've been playing, we should have won that, but uh, that's a great point from Ian. Yep. Motivation. Yep. Go on, boys, now and... Smash every game from now until the end of the season and let's get this league
0: one. Yeah, Steve McDonald comes in looking good 2022. Feed the Burr is talking about the fight this weekend. Tyson's back. Yep, well, he's fighting. Who is it again? Who is he again?
1: White, you know uh, who he is. I, White,
0: I, White. I, I, White. I, I he thought it was Wilder for some never, reason. He's
1: never, he's never shown up to anything, so that's why I forgot his name. All the press oh, well, he's, he's, all well, the press he's not shown up to fucking
0: but another, another quick thing here before we go is kind of a side note. I mean, Malky Mackay, the Ross County manager, has been linked with the, the Hibs vacancy. Sean Maloney, that, that, that go. Bit of a shock.
1: Madness. Absolute madness. Four months. It's like you can't polish a turd. Uh, <laughs> Hibs are expecting Maloney to come in and turn them into fucking Belgium in two months. Yeah, two months that's, what, that's
0: exactly what they were expecting. Absolute exactly. fucking
1: madness, man. Give them a couple of transfer windows in a season at least. Um. It's just, this is just football nowadays, unfortunately. Unfortunately, yeah. I didn't see, I mean, Hibs I aren't that sort of club, but it looks like that's the way things are nowadays. Uh, and again, I watched, I watched the semi-final on Saturday. I don't think Hibs played particularly badly either. I thought they were well in the game. Uh, and he's obviously trying to implement his philosophy. It's just a shame that nobody, not many people can stamp their philosophy like Ange does in the space of however many months. But um, yeah, Football nowadays is madness. You can't like you can't you can't perform miracles. The Hibs are on a decline. They've sold their best player. Um mm-hmm. one of their top goal scorers got injured for the season. Um, been, yeah. And everything was against them. Boyle was obviously sold. Everything was against him. Um madness. You should at least have yeah. another window. Another window till at least next Christmas or so to see if he can implement his philosophy. But sad. Sad to see, obviously we're we'll club the ties. He's got, and uh, he's obviously got a, a really good uh, reputation uh, working under Martinez. He's obviously going to have a decent future. Uh, you can I'm see, you his can. First into management is it's ended up that way, but uh, it's, it's madness for me.
0: You can see him's going with the, the the old and trusted managers now. Do you know what I mean? The, they've kind of took that step, and the, they've All shit right. themselves. And they won't go back really to the again. Yeah. Big Sam Aldays coming up, and <laughs> great, great Bell comes in. Point the point in point transformation on the cannot be underestimated. Absolutely standing. Ideally, we'll do us a favour and get three points in Dingwall, a hundred percent, and it kind of brings us to the to the end of the show here, William. It's been a great one. A, a wee segment here against the player because we, we haven't got enough for a quiz. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be pretty simple, straightforward. So are you ready? Uh, okay. I've not been very great. I
1: was I was decent quizzard before. Then we started doing quizzes on here and it's
0: fucking awful, man. Oh well, I mean when I'm better I on the it's a shame, scheme. isn't it? <laughs> right. So we'll guess the player. I'm gonna go do one or two because to be honest, I haven't really prepared for this, so forgive me. And if anyone wants to get involved in the comment section, All please right, do the comments, help
1: me.
0: Yeah. <laughs> now I you ready?
1: Yeah.
0: I started my youth football career at a club called Catholic United.
1: Uh, is that your giddy?
0: Oh, no, man. No, 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 no. Keep going.
1: Is that a signing this year?
0: I can't. Oh, come on! I'll be giving you it on a
1: plate. Here's the, here's the next clue, then. I. Oh, the CCV. Yes, as no, the Kevin said. And half.
0: CCV, the Freds, CCV, and quickly, <laughs> I'll just do that. As the only one, are we going to sign him permanently? Definitely. Yeah, 100%. And guys, again, thanks for watching, taking part. The interaction's been great. The result on Sunday was absolutely horrible, yes, but we'll move on, wrap up the league. We'll hopefully get this double over the line. The the Coggle revolution continues. And William, as we always say, until Friday, stay well and keep safe. And keep safe. Hail, safe. hail, hail.
1: Hill hail trips.